So Dan is back with its highly anticipated sixth season, and fans can expect some big changes. But the big question many are asking: Are you ready for the year 2000? Welcome back to Dan and Brave. We're doing a power hour today in the middle of season, well, not the middle of season six, but during season six. Uh, Is this our first official power hour of this season, Dave? Uh, Negative. Okay. It's our our second anniversary show. show, Right. We did one not too long ago, but this is the first one where we're not looking back, you know. Well, okay, okay, I misspoke completely. That's 100% wrong. <laughs> this is the there's most, no way that could be right. We're looking back yeah. even more than we usually do because we're trying to look back. Uh, oh, my God, so many years passed, right? I can't even do the math, Count. but we're re- we are not looking back on the pod history. Right. We're looking, on, looking back on our personal history. You know how we, like, break up that part of the sincerity series that that uh episode pod and personal yeah this is yeah. all coming up coming up in about like a stuff. month or so yeah gonna release that in about a month or so two PMP. months probably yeah this is the podcast Dave Brave presents i'm presenter brandon and maybe uh you've heard in the past us do some power hours which uh, another one of the presenters will explain the power hour if you don't know what it is. But we did a power hour called 20 from our 20s. And what we did was we made a we each made a playlist from the years 2010 to 2019. Two songs each year to kind of document the music we were listening to during that time. Um, and we're doing basically that again but it doesn't have as nice of a name as 20 from our 20s everything about that one was so neat because we were literally in that decade in our 20s like almost exactly like 20 years of age what and it was the it was 20 (laughs) songs each Mm -hmm. yeah true true 2020 and it was, yeah. and we recorded it right. We made it in twenty twenty. Everything it was, just was so nice, so clear. So twenty twenty, nice. clear, yeah. yeah, crisp. Uh, but this one, not so much. Yeah, this one, not um, as clear. I don't even know what. What What do you want to call this one, Dave? Twenty. What did we say? From our twenties. What do we say? Our twenties. Like, our twenties. Tweens. <laughs> twenty from our tweens. Teens. Teens. Twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Twenties, yeah. because it's from tween to like end of our teens into end of our teens, twenty yeah. actually on the dot. So we're covering our music listening history from what about like the two thousands? Tr- Sorry, go ahead, Dan. The aughts, the thoughts, the aughts. 
20 from our twenties in 2023, right? You could, oh yeah. Ooh. You could throw in, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? You could throw 20 in 20 from our twenties in 2023. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like it. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah in 2023. <laughs> Cause it's interesting. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Definitely do that. The, yeah. the second decade of your, or right. The second decade of your life, it encompasses, you know, early tweens. Is it, if you're ten, are you tween, or is that even younger than tween? Uh, no, I think it's like eleven, twelve only. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like eleven and twelve. I feel like that feels right. Yeah. Just that two year period where you're eleven wow. and twelve. So so many different. I don't know why, but that I don't know. That's what feels like tween. It's a short period. Yeah, of time. so many different like subsections of age groups, right? Yeah, of your youth. Mm-hmm. So you know, big kid. To tween, to teenager, to late teenager, to barely legal, to <laughs> twenty. That's what we're right. encompassing. Yeah. That whole time span. Yeah. So think about how much we evolved in that ten-year span as people. We're gonna try to see if our music can tell a story of our lives a little bit, like how we evolved, our music taste evolved or devolved, whatever it might be. <laughs> Um, it's, I think it's gonna be pretty, uh, not going to be as cool maybe as our 20 from our twenties playlist, but it will be maybe more important, more impactful, uh, to us, you know, cause those are the music that you, th- those songs you listen to in those, those 10 years, they leave a pretty dang stinging mark on you. It's hard to yeah. wipe away. A dang stinging mark. So, yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what I thought. You know? It's weird. It's in my notes. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. So, let me All right, let me add the um the cold hard facts, yeah. the details of the show, okay? <laughs> Fun's out of the way. No more fun. Yeah. It's about the rules and the details, <laughs> right, right? Right, Oh, so, should we introduce ourselves real quick, th- too, though? Well, I introduced well, Brandon me. Introduced, oh, you did? Okay, Brandon Dan, introduced himself. you introduced yourself while you I'm presenter number two, these, presenter Danny. These, f- um, these facts. I'm here. Fact time. So, a power hour. Uh-huh. 60 songs. In 60 minutes, right? One minute each. You listen to it. You make a playlist and you listen to it and you drink every minute. It's a drinking game. It's supposed to be a drinking game, right? Mm -hmm. And every minute traditionally, you're supposed to, at the beginning of the minute, you drink a a shot of beer. That's the traditional way to do a power hour. Um, And after the 60 minutes, it's supposed to be, I never remember exactly. It's either five or six beers. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like One ounce shots? Typical. Like one ounce shots, right? So yeah, do the math, right? Um, so uh, how much? Twelve ounce cans, right? Is an ounce is a, a can twelve ounces of beer? I do sixteen ounces. I do sixteen ounces cans. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it should be five then. Five of those cans is typically what you tr- what you shoot for, right? In an hour, you know, we have. Over the years of doing this show, we've done many power hours. There were a few years in there where we weren't even really drinking at all. Um, I think we talked about it in our last anniversary show. I am back drinking. Um, not often, but when we do these, I go for it now. Yeah. yeah. Last one, I got nice and sauced. And it was fun. And I'm exci- I am excited about Well, 
you know what? I'm going to leave room for more excitement. I'm going to say I'm not that excited. In fact, I think my playlist kind of sucks. I'm going to start there. Okay. Start low. We're not even at my segment yet. But what we're doing now is, yeah, So because it's 60 minutes, we have each submitted 20 songs each from the 2000s decade, which is the decade we're covering in this season, season six of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, the parameters <laughs> that we set were that it's – and I think this was probably Dave's idea yeah, for thought, this show. Yes. This is um it was. It's whatever we were listening to in that time that is basically and, and it can't be a song that's, you know, in the other shows that we're talking about, you know, this season, like board bills and bonus bills. Um, you know, maybe there's gonna be some artist overlap, but it it doesn't have to be a song that came out within that year either it could be whatever you're listening to it could be artists of old right that you are just getting into for the first time you know whatever um so that's pretty much, and i think did we stick to two songs per year like it's that yeah. format? That's I, what I, I, I know did. i did, what I I did. okay okay yeah. like it's not just random <clears throat> for the decade it's 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 a you know two songs from 2000 2001 what you were listening to in that year not necessarily came out right. that year yeah but you know so that's that's the show, Dave. You could add any any color. Well, it's very clean. I'm yeah. I'm presenting number three, Dave Cologne. Um, it is more. It is us going back to the sixty song power hour format, which we don't do on our anniversary shows. We always add right. another song. We've been doing it every song. year. Yeah. So it's like a. Oh right. It's like <laughs> yeah, a. I, I don't even know how long the last one was. It was. More than sixty songs, though. It was like it was that. like seventy-five minutes. Yeah, seventy-six songs or, or seventy. Yeah, oh yeah, seventy-two right. songs. Yeah. So whatever it was, yeah, seventy-eight. Yeah, seventy-eight songs. So we're going back to a clean sixty. Clean sixty. Sixty uh, for the power well, hour. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, we do have a couple of rule benders in the, the building now. So who knows what's going to happen? Now, a couple of things I just thought of that are kind of fun. Uh, Dan, you said that the 20 from our 20s was a clean concept, like very clear 20 from our 20s. This is a little bit more messy. Hey, but that time of our life was probably was probably pretty messy, too. So, like, it makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like. So on theme, very much so. Was that was that was that Jerry? That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that was supposed to be me as a as a youth. I was trying to like. You sounded like Jerry. Go back into my like teenage voice. Um, and then the other thing I thought about is since it's two thousands, we can like call it a crunky game, crunking game. Since oh. people, people used to get crunk back in the day. <laughs> and then right. um, yep. the third thing I thought about is this is gonna be so much fun because when we originally listened to these songs, honey, we weren't drinking at all. We were little kids. This is a great point. Mm -hmm. We weren't drinking for any of these songs, right, guys? Because we were underage the whole decade. The whole so. time. Wink. <laughs> Maybe, like, take <laughs> an extra drink when the year comes when you had your, when oh, you first, had your first drank. drank. You first got drunk. I think I know my year. I, I got to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that it's, it's probably in this decade for all of us, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, isn't that fun? We get to drink now because we didn't get to back then. We didn't get to back then. 
Yeah, and I, I'm assuming each of us are going to go into a little bit more of kind of like how we, you know, did our playlist. I know, you know, I'm sure we all had a little bit of a different approach to it, so we'll get into that. Um, and and for it, just I don't know if we explicitly said this, but we haven't heard each other's playlists, so you know. Uh, oh hell you, no. yes, important no. important detail, important yeah. detail. Yes. So it's not going to be a a. That's another important detail. It's not going to be 60 minutes in a row because. I'm going to do my 20 songs, yeah, and then Dan's going to do his 20 songs, and then Dave's going to do his 20 songs. So it right. will be you know, broken up a yep. little bit. Um, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight, guys. Sure. I think sure. I drank this actually maybe the last time. I have this uh, Sea Isle Spiked Iced Tea. Um, it's got this uh, kind of old school classic, you know, uh, like ice cream truck. But I like. I think I said it last time. I really like the teas more more than uh, the seltzers. I do have to be careful with this though. It is six percent, so I, I can't take like a full sip every time, or else that would be a little rough. But um, we'll see how it goes. Oh, another fun detail. Yeah, this is probably the decade where I first, maybe all three of us, where I first participated in a power hour. Probably, maybe it's probably Could in this, be. probably in this decade, right? Because you get to. End of the decade, that's early college. So, yeah, probably had a power hour in there. Um, I'd have to think about yeah, it. Definitely think about drank. It. It'll be close. It'll be close. Power hours games. was definitely, yeah. You know, power yeah. hour, we did, we did a lot later college, I think. To, like, mm-hmm. I'd have to think about it. But I'm, I'm going to say probably. Um, but, yeah, I've got my, been my drink of choice for a long time. It's high noons. I've got tequilas and I've got vodkas. Um, my, the first drink I'm going to do is. Tequila seltzer, high noon, uh, grapefruit, grapefruit flavor. I've got the vodka, black cherry. I've got lime in here. I've got a you know bunch of good ones. But um, yeah, high noons this evening. Now this is pretty hilarious because I'm also drinking the same thing I drank last time, the high noon vodka. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, nothing has changed really in the I don't know the drink six department. months or five yeah. months since we. have Recorded the, the Dave, last have you had the tequilas? I have had the tequilas. tequilas are good. They're slightly pricier. I go for the cheaper vodka high noons. Mm-hmm. $2 hey. cheaper. Yeah, hey. Just, just to be frugal. Things are tight. Things, Things are tight. Things are so well, tight. I mean, it's so cri- I, I got to buy Christmas presents for people. <laughs> yeah. like, um, so I want to set up my power hour just a little bit. I want to do okay. maybe a little more after because again, I, I, it'll be more make more sense in context. So, you know, especially because we knew each other for a good portion of this decade. You know, uh, you know, maybe someone will be like, uh, I think you listened to the. I don't know. Like maybe the, maybe people have discrepancies. I don't know. But I and everyone probably went with a little bit of different rules. For me. I set up a couple rules for myself. Okay. One was mm-hmm. I did not want to overlap artists at all. And there could have been many artists that I could have put in multiple years. But I tried to go with... I didn't always go with when I first heard of them. I would say maybe a majority of the time I used that. But sometimes I did when it hit me the most. Because there were certain bands where maybe I heard it before... You know, and it didn't hit me until a different time or something like that. Um, 
you know, I don't want to, again, explain every single one while we're listening to it, you know, maybe a little bit, but so afterwards we could do a little bit more. So yeah, I did, um, I did one artist per thing. I'm interested to hear what you guys say. I had a really difficult time pinpointing two specific years. And I think I know huh. why. One was 2003. I had a really hard time. Hmm. Interesting. And so I went really strange choices for that year. Uh, and then okay. 2008, um, huh. a, a, a difficult time. Um, Interesting. And we'll get into that maybe, you know, when when the years come. So I'm interested to see if you guys had a similar experience. Some of them I had, like, but for the most part, other than that, like, I went with, like, when I think of this year and I think of, like, what grade I was in, like, where I was, where I lived, yeah. what are the first things I think of? And that's, like, kind of what I did. I did not start with any research. Like, I just, like, literally, like, wrote down... Yeah. What do I think of? And then if I was like, okay, that artist would actually make more sense in this year, you know, like that type of thing. So again, I'll explain more afterwards, but that's kind of how I approached mine. I really went with pure emotion. Um, and what is like, what made an impact on me now? Well, I'll, I, yeah, I don't want to spoil that. Never mind. I'll, I'm sure it'll be pretty apparent as we go on, but, uh, yeah. And then I basically, I kind of said this already, but the one thing I was going to do, and then I clarified with Dave, and he was basically like, no, that's not what we're doing, is like, there, I, there's an artist I can think of right away that like, album came out in 2000. I didn't really listen to it to get into it until like 15 years later. You can't do that. That's not what this is. No. We're supposed to, right? it's supposed to be like it's what good. we were listening to at the time. Yeah. Yes. At the time. Wait, right? say it's that not again? just some, some, if something came out in 2000 and you didn't get into it till like oh, no, 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 well no, no, after no, this no. decade, yeah, yeah. But no, okay. That's what, that's, I, but like, yeah, yeah, like there is a case where a, a thing came out in like 2000 and I got into it in like 2005 or something like that. Uh, that's, okay. fine. that's fine. Within, yeah, that, yeah, it's what yes, you were yes, listening yes, yes, to. Yes. Yeah, that's that's okay. But like, like there was something like when I first started doing this, there was an album I saw came out in 2000. I was like, oh, I love this album, but I didn't love right. it then, I, and I didn't love and I didn't love it that decade right. at right. all. Right, like, exactly. It was later, much later. No, I did that. Ex yes, um, exactly. I I stayed kept that. That's it. I think that's I think it's clear. I just wanted yeah. to clarify. All right, so yeah. we're in this power hour room now. We don't share audio with this because we all hear our own audio because we're in the same room. So okay. I think mm -hmm. I think it's right. I think we're good. We may have a false start here. Um, but are you, you guys we ready? Count, we, we count in, right? And we all press play? Yes, and then we all press play. So let's crack okay. our drinks first, just on this okay, first one, so we could be ready. <laughs> let's crack it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cheers. And Cheers. I'll be trying to remind everybody to drink as best I can. <laughs> I like doing that. Okay, so we're going to do three, two, one, and then click. Okay? Okay. So yep. here we go. Three, two, one, click. Okay. Nice. So we have. There we go. Uh, Outcast. Bombs over Baghdad. I wanted to kick the playlist off with Outcast and hip hop because this is the last appearance of it on this decade for me. <laughs> this was. I, oh, I, really? I bought this album. Uh, I love this album. And I pretty much didn't listen to anything like this for a very, very long time. Um, <laughs> Outcast has remained one of my favorite artists, so, you know, just wanted to kick it off with this. 
you were into this then? I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm going to be saying a lot of stuff like that throughout this show. I'm going to be saying a lot. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is cool. If you like genuinely were listening to this then, I that's I bought very it when cool. it came out. I was obsessed yeah. with this. That's sick. Because I, yeah, I didn't well, even know about this until It was because of Miss Jackson. Later. And, yeah. and obviously we right. played it on the show. So. Right. Number one hit. So it was very yeah. popular. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, yeah, this is a must. Brandon talks has talked about Limp Bizkit so much, uh, especially this season. Okay, this yeah. is this is and true. In but, and in butt rock. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, false? This is true. This is true. <laughs> okay, first one was false, and this one's true. Yeah. <laughs> two of the, the, the honestly, the two albums I listened to the most in the year 2000. You now, said in my head, was, was leaving. In my Brandon? head, I thought this was 2001, but it's because it came out in like December. What'd you say, Dave? Uh, okay. You said that hip hop was you were done with hip hop. Oh yeah, you're true. You're right. Yeah, big hip hop year for Brandon. Well, I love what I love Lip Fred Biscuit here. And Outcast. I don't know this song. By I don't way. think I know Boiler. It Boiler. This is very butt. Yeah, it's heavy a bit butt, more but it booty. Yeah, but they're just such a good band. Holy shit, wow. Okay, 2001. Forest. Forest. System of a Down. I remember being in Miss Cindy's choir room in seventh grade after school and listening to this and being like, what wow. the fuck is this? Like, it was just like, you can place so yourself. Like, so now I want to say that's what I tried to do a lot with this playlist. Yeah. Do things that gave me whiplash from what I was currently listening to. So like I like things that mm. made an impact on me where I was like, wait, I didn't know this was a thing. And System of a Down, I could have put them in 2005 because that's maybe when I was the most into them. But this made the biggest impact on me, so I wanted to put it here. Which is a, would you say this like a dang stain? What did I say before? A this dang. one left a dang stain on you? Yeah, a dang stain. <laughs> yeah, classic album. We talked about it a lot. Ah, Fleet American. Oh. So when I think, Jimmy World, when guy. I think of 2001, this is, it was this and one other band that is not going to show up. But I wanted to go with this because, uh, it's. This is one of the only ones that hasn't left like a huge impact on me, but it's just the literal the first thing I think of when I think of this year is Jimmy World. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know. I wouldn't have guessed you as like a, a Jimmy World guy, but it makes I sense. I love this album. I like the song a lot. It's a great I remember, song. I don't think I've had the full album, but I definitely downloaded this song and a few others on Kazaa or LimeWire. I kind of I wish I did. I probably would have really they're liked good. it. I never good. never bothered. Um, it kind of holds I up. I definitely like um, It sounds great. What's the big song? What's the big song? Uh, the middle and sweetness. The sweetness, right? Yeah. I like those better than the other Ooh. pop punk stuff, definitely. I like the Jimmy yeah. World songs. Okay, so yeah. I had a hard time pick. I had a <laughs> Oh, Dave's <laughs> hates this. Yeah. No, oh actually God. I I do kind of like this. I know and I actually remembered that. I had a hard time pinpointing when to put Green Day, and I remember Pat Henderson and I talking about this. International Super Hits, their greatest hits album, had just come out, and that's when I really got into them 
was like the, the greatest hits album. And so that's when I went back and like got into their albums. And this is from Nimrod. So this is from 2000, no, sorry, 1997. Great song. Right. Is this, this is still 2001? This is 2002. Two. two, okay. No, we're in 02 now. Oh, yeah. right, right. This is the fifth, fifth song of the playlist. Yeah, during this time, Redundant I also is the name of the song. Redundant. Yeah, it's a, this is a really good like pop song. Yeah. The arrangement I could, I would have changed myself if I got the chance, but it's a great song. Melody. Yeah. So this, and now yeah. I didn't play No One Knows because we've talked about it, but this album is another one that like System of Down gave me whiplash where I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, whoa. I remember downloading, the, I think I just told the story on the show, downloading the music video for No One Knows on like Kazaa and it took forever and I was just like, uh, and this song like scared me, but I was like, I love it. Cause then it gets like really like pretty kind of in the chorus in a weird way. Like this riff, remember? Sometimes that's scary when they go pretty after being heavy. It's like, what kind of person are you? Yeah. I felt like you were this kind of person and now you're I all gentle. <laughs> that's <laughs> I was really, really scary. I was really into No One Knows. I never downloaded the uh, full album though. Same, I, I wish I did. So yeah, good, I don't yeah. really know the hits. And no one knows that was on one of the bonus builds. Probably this year. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> wow. Whoa. All right, we got our first, like, th true throwback. Ozzy Osbourne, my mom coming home. So I said 2003 was the hardest year for me to pinpoint. Now, here's the thing. When I think of 2003, all I think about is eighth grade, with people you know, Matt Hines, Mike Santos, and yeah. we were just obsessed with classic rock, and we would just uh -huh. sing these songs. It's just the thing I think about most when I think of that year, and I'll never, like, I just hear Matt Hines singing this song and teachers yelling <laughs> at him. And this is, like, when I was, like, really, like, getting into guitar, like, with Green Day and everything, and I was like, oh, let me go back and, like, listen to this music. All of, I mean, I'm mainly a lot of rock stuff uh, at yeah, this point. Yeah, this right? was a rock era. Big rock, yeah. big yeah, rock era. Yeah, I would have been disappointed if you guys didn't bring up things that influenced your guitar playing. Because right. I know this is this is when yes. you guys start playing guitar, both of you. Yeah. And so, the, is this the, four? The biggest album? No, this is still 2003. Okay. The biggest, the album I maybe listened to the most was Aerosmith Big Ones, their greatest hits album of like the later part <laughs> of their career. <laughs> And uh, this one, so that's my mom coming home reminds me of Matt. This one reminds me of Mike. And like, that was just eighth grade for me. You and this Donald Trump both big uh, Aerosmith guys. I know, that's why it was so funny when I watched that video <laughs> oh, and I was like. I haven't listened to that interview yet, Dave. I gotta listen to it. It's really funny. So piece of shit, Steven Tyler, but great song. Tell me yeah, so this is after Jaded, right? So, well, Oh yeah, it's yeah. A couple, it's a year after Jaded. True. Uh, this, I mean, 2003 is. So okay. they're in the air still as a. Well, you knew they were going to make an appearance at some point. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know when. So oh four, <laughs> a little bit later than I thought, to be honest. No, no. So that's the thing. So Incubus, two people in grade school gave me their last two albums, "Make Yourself" and "Morning View." I didn't like them. I was like not into it. And wow. then this came out in 2004. 
megalomaniac we've talked about on the show. And this is what really changed it for me, where I was like, oh, shit. Like, because this is when they started doing, like, not just, like, pop stuff. Like, I don't even, it's just kind of, like, riffy, weird stuff. <laughs> and I drew this album cover. I know you can't see it right now, but I was just, like, obsessed with this album. A crow left of the murder. What does that mean? Well, a, a group of crows is called a murder. Like, a murder of crows. Oh, so it's, like, standing outside of the pack. That's sick. That's sick, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yes, Brandon. Primus. Primus, of course. So 2004, high school, enter tone. 2004 is enter tone into the life. Incubus and Primus. Okay. Um, so this is a song, The Carpenter and the Dainty Bride, from their EP from this year. And it came with a bonus DVD of, like, all their music videos and all this, like, bonus shit. And I would just watch it incessantly. And um, this EP is sick. <laughs> this cover is nutty. It's a claymation. Uh, for for the other listeners, Whoa. besides Tone, when Brandon says enter Tone, Tone is a very important figure in our th- three, all three yes, of our lives. Definitely. In, in early high school. Yeah, he, well, throughout he, all he of high school, really. The school band besides, was us. Except, for, except for senior year, yeah. yeah. And uh, played bass. There were, there were like, summer 2006 was summer, Dave, me and Dave especially were spending a lot of time with him. Right. Dave, remember? That's true. We okay. were. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. This was a controversial one in my head because I was like, I didn't become obsessed with Radiohead in 2005, but I'll never forget. And I know I've told this story in a different context before. My dad would always bring cars from the dealership home. And there was a CD in one of the cars called the Album Disc 3 or Volume 3, which was like a British compilation disc. And it had like Zero Seven, Radiohead, Roiksop, like all these like Brit pop bands. And when I heard this, it's probably what people felt like when they heard Kid A in 2000. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like radio, like it. But then I didn't like keep listening to them, but like I was obsessed okay. with this song. But so, it made like, an impression. Yeah. So like I could have done In Rainbows in, in you know, in 2007, but I wanted mm-hmm. to go there. Okay, yeah, so then this is when This is when things got crazy Mars Volta Wow, yeah, I never I wish I got more I wish I got into so, Mars Volta I was shown a couple songs by them and really liked them This yeah, song, I never, and the next person Next song, enter A person you probably never thought I would reference Eric Loundy <laughs> wow, Two okay. artists that yeah. Influenced from him, and one was Mars Volta. And the second was Grizzly Bear. Wow. I almost... If you want to stay on pace, really quick, if you want to stay on yeah. pace for five drinks, you should be starting your second drink I'm just, now. I'm finishing my first. So what year are we in right now? 2006. Oh, we're already in 06. Oh my God. We're flying by this decade. So, I'll never forget Loundy telling me Yo, you gotta check out Yellow House by Grizzly Bear. And then another whiplash moment of like, wait, what? I almost included something that Loundy recommended to me in 06 as well. Really? Wow. I yeah. really did, but he recommended Mars Volta and Grizzly Bear to me. And now, 
Oh, what a great fucking song. Right, Dave? Great shit. I know Danny loves it too. And now speaking of Dave... Didn't, didn't enjoy seeing them live at all. <laughs> speaking of Dave, enter Dave. It was boring. Enter Dave. Oh, yeah. Here we go. When I when I when I came across Elvis Costello, I remember sitting in Dave's van. He played me Oliver's Army, and he said, "Doesn't this remind you of ABBA?" And I didn't know what he was talking about at the time. Now I understand what he meant. All these years later, but the reason I also picked this song was because okay. Brandon Boyd of Incubus and Rolling Stone magazine said his favorite song was "I Don't Want to Go to Chelsea" by uh, oh. Elvis Costello. He covered Allison for that Gap campaign. Which is how my sister in real life found, like, I had a sister world out there uh, that I didn't know about. And uh, she found my MySpace page and the song Allison was playing by Brandon Boyd. That's crazy. Her name is Allison. That's why it's a weird story. Um, Oh, and another thing. I I remember specifically another song that I feel like really got to you. What's that? Um, that was Lipstick Vogue. Oh, Lipstick Vogue. Vogue, yes. Lipstick Vogue. Yes. I remember you mean like I mean, Vogue. that's my favorite one. That's my favorite song. Okay, so of Montreal, now we're in 2007. Enter Brooke Davenport. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> um, Brooke listened to the best music at that time. And uh, of Montreal has become... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like oh, she man. was listening to like a lot of like so cool good. stuff like this. This, I mean, El Montreal is just like one of my all-time favorites, and this song is just—it's probably still my favorite because it's like the opening of this album, and like I just—it's kind of like the thesis statement of the band for me in a weird yes. way. I'm I'm the same with you. This is still my favorite song by them. It's just and the genius. first one I probably heard by them. Yeah, yeah. it's just a genius album. song. You guys could have shown me this stuff. <laughs> okay, so now, enter Berkeley. And then, this is when, like, things really changed for me, because I was like, this is not anything I would ever consider. I've talked about Nickel Creek on the show. But, like, this is, like, this is, Dan, remember I was saying they do, like, more, like, progressive East stuff? Yes. So, yeah. like, listen to this right here. Ready? The most recent bonus bills up. Yeah. Chris Teeley, right? Chris Teeley, yeah. Dan, listen to these harmonies. Ready? Right here. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. Like, insane shit. Yeah. I like it. This album just, like, changed my life. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. And now Nickel Creek, always. Okay, so then... So this was a hard one to pinpoint because... So now we're in 2008. Remember I said 2008 was tough. So even though Zero Seven was on that same compilation of uh, Radiohead in 2005, 2008 was when... Sorry, Mom. I started smoking weed. (laughs) And... And and Zero Seven became my obsession. And is just an, you know a top five all-time artist for me and this is uh just a beautiful song featuring tina dico see also on this album i mean it would have been a little bit more ta- yeah 
Uh, apt if you apt, picked I know. 07. I know. 07, And this album is from 2001. You could have... You, you've talked a lot about Zero Seven. Should I listen to? I think the, I don't know what I, it is. I <laughs> think I think they are just as important musically as as Daft Punk. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Anything okay, about so now Zero this seven. is the one that I almost forgot. Oh right, right, Dave. I was you were big, you were big into this. I was obsessed with this band, which is what is in this? retrospect is weird. Dan, I want you to wait. I just want Dan to listen first. Wait, the Deer Hunter is the name of the yeah, band? Yeah, I just want okay. Dan to listen to this. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> One of my favorite singers ever. Gorgeous. I mean, he's... I don't know if we're gonna. I, yeah, the, yeah. These these are things I would have never appreciated then. Oh, I hope uh, we ever. get to the uh, screen. Oh shit! Come on. I think we're gonna get there. Come on, come on, fuck it. Come on, get. Yeah, to we're it. gonna get it. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah, right, we'll come back See, to like that. This, that's that's sick. I wouldn't have given a shit about that then. And then, but that's 2009. Dirty projectors. This one, this song, this album broke my brain because of like the timing, right, Dave? Like, like you're like, I didn't know you were allowed to do this. And the vocal harmonies are beautiful. It's just out of control. Dan, do you like the Dirty Projectors? I feel like you you might like some of it. Yeah. I never listened. They were at, I think they were at Bonner we went to. Yeah. Right, I think. I never, never got into it. I don't. I like, I like that. I like what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, this is cool. I'm just, I, I was on a delay for cool, interesting music. And then. I was on a delay. <laughs> what right? I can like, I didn't, honestly like, say with certainty, my favorite song of all time. Oh, of all time. Whoa. Whoa. This is it? This is it. Who's this? Animal Collective, What Would I Want, Sky. The EP, the same year as Merryweather Post Pavilion. I'll talk offline more about why it's my favorite song. Offline. Offline. But, um, this song is... Uh, this song... Uh, it like it, it, Every time I listen to it, it reminds me why I like music. <laughs> Wasn't 09 like the greatest year in indie, in indie music? So, 2010 actually has my favorite albums, but yes, okay. nine and ten are like my favorite. It's my 10. favorite era. Yeah, uh, I, I was gonna wait to bring that up when we talk about 09 on board bills <laughs> and bonus bills. I have like a list of 
like some tweet some tweet I saw. It was like a list of all like the yeah. big oh, indie shit. songs that come out in nine like or albums. Okay, or, so let me yeah. say in retrospect, when I did this list, I was like, God, that's so lame. It's just so so because you know why? There's like no women, which now I mostly listed. I feel like to female artists, like like yeah. you know, like I mostly listed that you know like that's that wasn't a thing then. Uh, not a diverse, you know, Mars Volta, Outcast, you know, like a little bit, like, but like, it was just, <laughs> and it, and again, I know that's the time and the era, but like, it's weird. It's weird. I was thinking about this a just lot being of real. like, just why being this? Real, right? I'm just being real, but it's weird that there's this stigma. It, 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 this is a deeper rabbit hole to go down on another show, maybe, but like. Why it's embarrassing to be like, yeah, I like Radiohead. Like that's such a weird thing to have to feel like, like, like that's lame now. You know what I mean? Like, because I guess because it's old. I don't know, but uh, I do. F- it's, it's almost like saying, yeah, I have a podcast. <laughs> it's like it's like the same energy <laughs> in a weird way. Uh, that era kind of makes me feel. But I mean, I felt like I was being as true to myself as I possibly could. I tried to go with the more earnest list and being like, no, these are the things that like shaped me. Um, right. And like, as I did watch it in retrospect, it did kind of like, even though looking back, it's like pretty white and whatever, like I, I could see it moving in a different direction. And I was listening to other stuff at the same time. Like I definitely listened to Erica Badu at that time and like other stuff like that. But you know, the things that hit me hard, um, and it's, hey, it's so you like f- guitar, you liked playing guitar, especially early on. Yeah. And it shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like, I, I like, you know, like realizing like it morphed more towards like song writing, you know, and like that type of stuff. And then production, like, like, you know what I mean? Like I could hear like my interests kind of evolve over time, um, of like what, I was listening for and and really I mean this has always been true it's like melody uh you know me- melody is so important to me and that's why like there was a period of time maybe like six or seven years ago where like I forced myself to listen to more hip-hop than I would naturally do not because I don't like it it's just it's like there's less for me to latch on to like because I'm so drawn to melody in terms of a song like a a thing that will keep me engaged in a song right yeah you know and so i had just i have a hard time like literally focusing and listening no that's that's a good point i'm probably more drawn to like hip-hop and uh, you know more than like you are because i i only play like the only instrument i ever played was saxophone like i'm not listening to saxophone music (laughs) right like uh you know i'm saying like if i played guitar really okay actually you know and i and i you know i did play drums a little bit too i think that that's kind of why like you know I, I i tend to go in like that is direction is more important to me but I, so i totally get what you're saying but brandon the best way to do this this show is to be honest and you were definitely honest you're and honest your list was your list was great the only t- live like, one time of outcast <laughs> you're talking about being nervous brandon you're talking about being nervous for like being lame I'm telling you right now, the shit I'm about to play is so much more lame than <laughs> like, like it's not even close. No, the, I, um, I know what you mean, but like in a weird way, it's like it's like oh, Grizzly Bear, Radiohead. I don't know. It's just like it's like kind of in my head. That's like it's the so perception. elevated. Maybe that's what it is. It's like you listen to a lot of like 
good, elevated, thoughtful music. It's maybe not the <laughs> right. most fun music, well, right? Well, right. But it still well, is well like, reviewed. Still really well good. reviewed. Yeah. Like it took me until twenty, maybe nineteen, to start listening to music that was well reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> it, like it, re- like so. That's fine. It's like and like the stuff that you play, the stuff I don't really, like. A lot of it I don't know that well, and it, and it's awesome. And it's and it's it makes me wish I was getting more into that kind of stuff, especially in college. But we, we can, but you know we can what's so funny now is stuff. it's yeah. like it's like what I listen to now is either like that stuff, like the Shins was another one I almost put on there because I their album from two thousand seven I still listen to and like of Montreal. It's like now this decade would be like. That stuff, you know, obviously some new stuff, but like, you know, Peter Gabriel, <laughs> like, you know, Janet, Gloria, it's like, that's what I listen to the most. And so it's weird to be like, wow, I'm past my prime yeah. in terms of like, even every once in a while, I'll find like an artist that I like that is new, uh, but it's harder and harder, I think. Uh, again, there's another show to kind of dissect this stuff, well, but okay. Um, I mean, this is a good point because this is like the this is probably the the time and era where you're most like looking to be challenged, I guess. Yeah, like the, a lot of music you played, I would say, are challenging things. There was either like technically proficient, or there was interesting production, um, innovation, uh, or just really good song craft, like. I would say all your stuff was pretty quality. Um, and then there was a, f- a couple of like, oh, my friends liked it. So it reminded me of my friends. But like sure. generally, especially as it went on, I was like, those were all like pretty cutting edge artists. And I think that's the time when you're going to be probably most open to it is like when you're in your well, teens and, and it's early And 20s. you know what's so funny? And Maybe. I, I don't know. At least I, I was. No, no. I, I think that's actually a good point. It makes me think of... and. And I didn't expect to really kind of get into this, but hey, it's a podcast, whatever. We're talking about stuff. That was probably the time I was the most um, close-minded, though. Right, exactly. Other stuff. Like, I was like... exactly. I was like only looking to be challenged and only wanting to find stuff that I in that moment felt was quality. And like in retrospect... blew your mind. You said like, this stuff blew my mind. Yes. And... I but yeah, and now I can still hear stuff that does that, but I'll still listen to like I don't want to name a pop artist to, to say that they're below them, but like I'll you know I like pop music a lot more now than I did obviously then and like hip hop, but like I wouldn't even give that stuff a time of day. But that does make me think in a weird way in terms of at the same time that period of time was when I felt the most creative. So did was that quote-unquote pretentiousness and closed-mindedness actually making me able to be more creative because I was only focused on that. I, I don't know. That's just an interesting thing that this project made me, force me to, like, think about because um, uh, maybe because I just, I don't know if I'm not, like, stimulating that part of my brain as much anymore. I don't know, because I'm looking to, like, escape life more, right? Because it's like, oh, now we work and we do this, and I just want to just enjoy things rather than, like, always being challenged. I don't know. It it gave me a lot to think about. Hmm. It's a good question. So this is is good because – no, no, no. Because my prediction now is that you're going to have Brandon's direction, you're going to have my direction, and I'll bet Dave is a combo of both. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll work out that I could be wrong, but 
I I wouldn't be surprised if it worked out that way, mm. which is yeah, great. Yeah, no, I think I'm excited uh, to hear. I'm very excited. Um Well, thank you guys for uh yeah. listening to my playlist. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Hey. It's again like the stuff you're playing is like stuff that I want to listen to like now, so if I don't know that much about that, I know I would enjoy now. Like I'm, um, except Incubus. It, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm talking about more. I'm talking about back half of the, the decade, back half, first half sure. of the decade. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> uh, except no, you should listen um, to Limp Bizkit because they're the, probably the best band that I played. I did, I did actually like song. the song you played. I did like. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I'm 100 percent there. Like, even when we were the Butt Rock series, the Limp Bizkit stuff, I was like, oh, see, yeah, everyone. Like you know what's so? Um, I feel yeah. like I'm on like everyone in the world now has done this with Creed, and I'm that with Limp Bizkit. I'm like. I ironically Dan and Brave presents started the resurfacing of Creed. We did. Maybe we did. Look at the dates of the podcast, <laughs> true. and then look at when Creed, and then look at Creed being played in the Minnesota Vikings locker yep. room, like that went viral. Look at the like like all the sports relevance. We did it first. We did it first. Dave's fault for not blowing up the podcast more on social media. Dave's fault. Well, I, I mean, Dan, we we were like covering Creed and 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 like that kind of music while we were in high school. So we always had like this like appreciation for it. It's true. Even if it was like yeah, joke making fun of it's it true. a little bit, it was like still like this is yeah. great stuff. I know this is quality stuff. So yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I made fun of it for a number of years, but then we did the butt rock show, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe I like it." That's good. Creed, talk about Creed specifically. See, Sorry, that, like, and what you're saying is how I feel about Limp Biscuit. You okay. know, the funny thing is, Limp Biscuit, yeah. I- not Nickelback. <laughs> I'm not saying Nickel. I'm not saying Nickelback is good. I'm not saying Stained is good. Good God, like that stuff is just funny. To talk- Creed is funny, but there's something there. I was running, yeah. and I put um, I have like this like general playlist of like songs that I that are always in like keep me pumped up while I'm running if I'm doing long runs and I had Nookie on there and I will say like Nookie I'll give you I'll give Limp Bizkit this like the music like the bass and guitar awesome yeah yes I, I'm not sure yes. if Fred Durst is really yes. like no I the, agree with you the, like if it, <laughs> that's exactly honestly, right if, yeah. if there was a different vocalist for that band I would be like completely with you uh Brandon Dave, <laughs> I, I find I agree Fred Durst entertaining it's it's not like it's not that great. No, it's not. But and th- but I think that's the thing is that like I think that yeah, band like he's is just, this, just he's he's just he's this dumbass. But, and then he's surrounded by this genius kind of genius. I think band. they're a genius it's the, uh, band. Van Halen thing, right? It's a kind of like you have this weird mix mix match of vocalist <laughs> talent versus like yeah musician talent. Yeah, and there's that weird. It's yeah. kind of more fun. But that's like what I was saying. Like with that musically. song on the playlist, like. The end of that song goes so hard, and like, that's one of the best performances Durst gives, where he's like screaming and stuff. But like West hmm. Borland's guitar stuff, you're just like, yeah, I like, don't understand how I don't, you come up with this. Right. We probably need to move on. We should move on. I can't even. I don't even know. I don't know the story of how Fred Durst could possibly get linked up with guys that good. LinkedIn. Accidental. Linked biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how? Like how is West Borland like? Yeah, I'll get involved with this guy. Like when I and I just want to say it now because I do think it's one of the best takes we've ever had collectively on the show. That West, even though I do love West Borland, it's funny to me that he did all this face paint. I, we've said it before. He did all that stuff, but nothing he did was as iconic as a backwards red hat. 
Right. Like, I think that's a powerful statement. Yeah. I know. Less All is right. more on. sometimes. West right, is, yeah, we West is less. West is <laughs> less. Less Borland. biscuit. Less, less, less Borland. Less Borland, yeah. All right. Dan, All right. you're up. Similar to Brandon, certainly some artists overlap with artists that have been talked about this season on the show or in other seasons of the podcast. But I definitely made an effort that there's no songs that we've covered on the show, I don't think, in any way. Certainly artists, though. Um, and we haven't said this yet. If there is a double oh, yeah. now oh. or a triple. Should we do artists um, to make it a little bit more... I think we okay, should. Artists. Yeah, I think yeah. artists. If there's an artist double where like now in my list, if I have an artist that is shared with from Brandon's list, me and Brandon take an extra drink. We cheers. Yeah. We well, I can think of one. And then when Dave <laughs> Um <same. laughs> uh, Okay. So three, two, one, click. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like this. So yes. Two thousand. This, this is what I was talking about when I texted you guys. you got to be honest. BSB. Still very much in my boy band phase in this era. 2000 and no, really and 2001. And now. And even now. <laughs> and even now. Like, uh, so much in sync content right now because of their tour reunion possibility in my Instagram. Anyway, this is Backstreet Boys, Shape of My Heart. Third album, Black and Blue. So my first live show was this year for this wow. album's tour, Black and Blue. Oh, Big my God. album for me. The first concert, six. I grade. like how the video was also black and blue. I was gonna say that. I yeah. never noticed that attention to detail. I love the artistry. I love the chorus right here. I love it. It's the first it's time so they happy. are working on the it's song. It's so nice. I like that they're reading the lyrics. Yeah, for the first <laughs> yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to think they're reading sheet music. Okay, okay. <laughs> This is specifically a clip from the Disney Channel original movie, The Other Me. Came out into it's in sync. Bring in the noise. I love this scene. I wanted to be this kid in this scene. This is the youngest Lawrence brother. Oh, I have no idea what this is. And now is this Zach and Cody? What'd you say, Dave? You didn't show loyalty to NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. Like you weren't picking one over the other. No, I like both. You like both. Like, this is the InSync's huge album that was also this year. I mean, I was all over this. I was listening to this stuff all the time. It's the same okay, crap. Okay, so this is the other. It's the same crap. Okay, dude. so the video. The, I'm showing the clip specifically yeah. from The Other Me, Disney Channel. So I wanted to incorporate very into Disney Channel original movies at this time, watching them with my sister big, right? and by myself a lot. Yeah. Um, this is when the youngest Lawrence brother either creates a clone of himself or he's like an alien. And he's in this school, and they're all dancing to this song. I love this scene. Okay. Uh, I wanted an opportunity to play. We covered Ja Rule on the pod. This is the best Ja Rule song. Didn't get to cover it on the pod. Living it up. It's the Stevie Wonder sample, which I didn't know about until years later that it's a Stevie Wonder song. I was obsessed with this song. I was, too. I was, too. It's it's so good. Yeah, so now we're in 2001. Someone's pour champagne on his back before a massage. Dude, easily the best Ja Rule song. It's better than the other songs we talked about. It's so cool. I love the video. Ja Rule's. So who's Case? Case is... 
the singer. I guess, yeah, the the hook of the, like, the Stevie Wonder part. He's singing the, he's singing the Stevie Wonder, like. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <gasps> he's flashed her. Okay. Okay. Oh, damn. This was my, okay, I'm pretty sure. So now we're, I think, how many songs is this? Four. So we're still in 2001. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is my very, very first exposure to the Neptunes. Is this maybe conscious? I'm pretty sure. Or ever? You really think right. ever? Didn't, didn't know about. Wasn't thinking about production yet, or like producers. But I was obsessed with this song, and then I learned years later that it's Neptunes. Okay. The so like, out. I, this song. I heard this song radio, MTV. Fabulous, Young and Hollow Back, and I was like, what is this? I love this Same. sound. This is sick. Yeah. He's a cool as fuck New York rapper. The whole video's on the subway. And this, like, the production, it's so good. It's a sound of the two-way, it's of the time, because that's a two-way phone sound effect. Hollow Back. Right. Holla back, young and fabulous. And Love that song. Before Holla okay. back, girl. So this was in consideration for, for me right. for this year too. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So we're in yeah. uh, what's up? Number five. So 2002. Uh, 2002. 2002. So okay. Big album for me. Uh, Some 41. Um, what is it? Does this look infected? Right. Yeah. Is that is that this album? Yeah. Oh. So. Uh, the so this is yeah. their. Well, I don't know if the first one's an the album. The first one's an EP, an EP I think. So, yeah, All so this is their second was 2001, album. and this is the next year. Right. And I didn't get All Killer till like, later. This album I got, like, when okay, it came so, out. Okay. Like, I think oh, I got wow. it from my mom or something. Damn. Um, they're lampooning the Strokes. Yes. Yes. So I never are, noticed so, that. Like, the Strokes were my so, biggest yeah. omission, by the way. That was my biggest omission, yeah. the Strokes. I like that. I don't know if I really realized it at the time, but I really like that. Some forty one was sort of like this anti anti strokes. Like, yeah, like anti like because the beginning of the video they're making like they're talking about how the label wants them to be the strokes. The sums they says on the drum set. Yeah, they wanted them to be more like uh, the strokes, and they weren't. So that's some forty one. Okay, this is a huge song for me. Eighth grade, uh, probably end of wow. seventh grade. I don't know exactly when the song came out. But big timers, so it's um, they what it's baby and uh, Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh, thank you. Um, this this song was on repeat. I love this song. It's such Damn, a dude, this, this is making me feel great wistful. laid back groove. This is a, this is a yeah. first time listen for me. I think I don't know what this is. No, you still fly, Brandon. Dude, this song is excellent. It's really good. Like big song. And I didn't realize it. At the time, Lil Wayne in the video, not on the song, in the video. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. in there. Uh, because cash he's, money. he's oh, just coming engine. out. Because he's engine. Yeah. Big time. It makes me think of eighth grade, so I love this song. I drink um, a lot of I drink yes. a lot of V8 in 2002. Wait a minute. All right. Wait. All right. Wait. I think we need to drink yeah. to this because I played Ozzy for Ozzy. 2003. Ozzy. That's really fucking funny. No, it's not an overlap. It's not an overlap at all. No, we're drinking too. That's really funny, Dad. That's really right. funny. So here's here's the thing. Technically not an overlap. Was, this is around the time. I don't know if this is the exact year. Well, no, it had to be because remember I said 03. That's when I went to Ozfest right. with my dad. Okay. Dude, that's so, so funny. That's so funny. So very into Black Sabbath then, and this is. We're not quite at full classic rock era for me yet, but I was definitely very into Black Sabbath. And this is, 
the title track, debut album. In my house, we always used to play this around Halloween time. It's a very scary yeah, song. It's scary. Uh, and um, I love the guitar. And the, the song, it's, so, it's such a cool, very different from other classic rock stuff. Like it's like more like evil. Like, okay. But then at the same time, also this year, I mentioned this song on the pod. This is, we talked about Neptunes. This is one of my early Timbaland. Okay. Like produced songs that I like connected with and obsessed over. Lil Kim. Here's the thing, she was she's been there at this time for a long time. In my opinion, this is like her best sounding stuff. Like the Timbaland produced 2003, the jump off. It's it's Lil Kim featuring um uh, a guy we also talked about on the pod. It's um, R. Kelly? Petey Pablo? Who does Freak a Leak? Petey Pablo, right? Oh, is it? I thought that was Petey Pablo. Am I wrong? No, no, no. Who does um, Lights, Camera, Action? Oh, Mr. Cheese or K- Mr. Oh, what's his name? Is that him? Mr. I think that's no, him. Freak a Leak is Petey Pablo. Mr. Cheeks, right? No, but who does the jump off? Anyway, all right. I gotta open up another drink. I'm getting too excited. Okay. <laughs> it's going. It's going by really fast. I know. Okay. Okay. So we're are we in 04 now? What is this? The nine? Yeah, this, would be, this would be 09. Jesus I'm losing. Christ. I'm losing track of the. I'm losing track I of the years. 09. Um, <laughs> we're in 09. So I feel like when you guys probably think of me in high school, you think of my Led Zeppelin hoodie. Yeah. I had a Led Zeppelin underwear also. Oh, we didn't see that. <laughs> Uh, Brandon just pulled up a picture oh, of me. Are you wearing the hoodie? Am I, am I wearing the Led Zeppelin hoodie? I, so. I might be. <laughs> okay. This is on my fridge, so, by the way. The picture of the three of us. So, <laughs> could have been any Led Zeppelin song before Coda, because that's all the stuff I was listening to, pretty much. Um, I went with this one. This one, I think, was probably the coolest. Yeah, this album is really cool. Is cool. Double up. A few. It's still cool. A year ago. I don't want to listen to Led. Ze- I don't want to listen to Led Zeppelin anymore. But this is really cool. But this okay. song still is warranted. Okay. <laughs> oh, the demo. Okay, let me give 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 yeah. me a second. No, it's fair. Michael Jackson in this decade. I, I I can't exit this decade without covering him in some way. He's been covered to death on the podcast. I get it. But this is the decade where I'm downloading the discog and not only the full discography but trying to find oh. the non-album tracks the bonus stuff you're going super fan. especially talking to talking to steve charles this is my yeah. super fan michael era Unreleased this tracks. is the pyt demo right. uh-huh. which i heard for the first time it's on one of the like special editions of the greatest hits or something i don't remember where it first for showed thriller, up i think right for but a- here's the thing original pyt classic song this demo yes yeah. And, it's so and sick. I just want to say because like I didn't listen to Michael much this decade because I I grew up listening to it and then you were the one that was like oh there's all this other shit and I was like wait what what do you yeah. mean okay Brandon Dream Theater what the hell okay I knew this was gonna be controversy <laughs> I never actually listened to them I only watched the DVD in listen, band class wait this song is so sick Glass Prison listen to this. <laughs> There's so many. Wait. Whoa. Okay. I is knew this Rudis? was going to be a so, controversy. So Jordan Rudis? It keep, it keep, so Dream Theater. This is Dude, high school keyboard, band trailer. Right? <laughs> no, no. That, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Rudis. Oh, the keyboard comes in. I love this song. No, that's the drums. The keyboard's doing the drums. <laughs> <laughs> no, you hear the synth. Wait. Not yet. It's coming. I think I included it in the minute I selected. 
Oh, alright, then you get more guitar here. Ready? This That's whole the album, keyboard? Yeah, so I was I got very into Dream Theater. No, I didn't include the keyboard part. There is like a synth <laughs> line. Never mind. Okay, Brandon, drink. System of a down. Brandon, my original playlist, not only did it have toxicity like that album, I had Forest no! in my original Whoa. playlist. I'm not even kidding you. It's my you, favorite. I, it's the best yeah. song from that yeah. album. What happened? Brandon, I didn't even know that we were on the same page about Forest. Oh, Forest specifically. is the best song. <laughs> that could have been an amazing pod moment. Because I wanted System of a Down, I decided to push them later in the decade because I wanted other but that's stuff like in 2001. I, said, where I was like, uh, this is when I was the most into them, probably. But uh, yeah, I, this is exactly. Th oh, so this is your rock and era, and Dan, right? Metal era. Yeah, kind playing of? more. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting exactly. I'm getting more into rock, more metal. Yeah, Brandon. I just I had to pick Vicinity oh, of Obscenity. Wow, this, this is, is the different. funniest. So this is like good. one of their best songs. It's so sick. It's all different parts. Banana terracotta yeah. pie. Yeah. This album okay. is so good. So we're back. I guess I do have Disco. artists overlap in the playlist because it's the, although it's not big timers. Oh this my is god! Baby Hell yeah. And, and Lil Wayne. This is a huge song for me, especially like I knew about it this year, but especially a couple years yeah, later, later when we get I to was... college. I love this song. Freshman year of college, this was our hype song. Before we would go out and like drink, we would put on this song. Like we were like we're, like so so into Lil Wayne um, in this decade. Still think this might be his best song. I I, I go back and forth. I don't know. I love this song. He is coming in board bills with uh, Carter Three because I think one of those songs is number one. Huge album, but um, yeah, but this. Before that, this this stuff is so sick. This is before it made a lot of like strange choices, right? Yeah, his mixtapes though are so raw. good. But that, but yeah, but later he did like rock music <laughs> and it was really bad. Um, Brandon, another drink, Primus. <laughs> oh my God, Primus. Yeah. yeah, this is what Brandon was talking about. Tone was just a big influence on on yeah. me. Also, I almost put yeah, this song kind on of a, too. Yeah, this was. Tom Waits is on Wait, this too. So I thought Primus was unique and funny and cool, but then I heard this song and I was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? I love this. <gasps> like what? Another, but like not only another thing, like not Limp only Biscuit, the bass, but the, dr yeah, the drums. No, another are Limp underrated. Biscuit situation where it's like, so if, it was a, if it was like a different vocal situation, I could defend Primus to the end of the day. I kind of disagree I with that though, because it's, it's so intrinsic to like the songwriting. I know, I know, I know. It's true. I, I, that one is different because it's, it's literally the songwriter. No, you're right, you're right. Dude, the, it's the drums though that, as much as I love oh, him, brain let's get no, yeah, the brain oh, is so brain? good. The Brian drums and Tim Alexander too. The the drums are so underrated with Prime. And the guitar player incredible. Larry Lalonde right. is so sick. All right, so this is uh, my record all all stuff. Oh, here we go, dude. Dude, okay. I swear, American Idol did pop into my head, but. This is Elliot Yamin's solo right after American Idol. I was bumping this song all there's the time. There's three people in it's, the world that probably... There's never been more than two people, <laughs> except for me, Dan, and Steve Charles that have spoken about Elliot Yamin. <laughs> Yamin? This song is so good. I, I played it. I haven't listened to this in a long time, and I put this on the playlist, and I was like, yeah, I still love it. I still like it a lot. He's a great singer. It's so sick. 
Okay, better singer than Les Claypool. He should have been the singer of Primus. <laughs> You're right. Wait, this I, part. I, wait, I, wait. I agree with you now. Dom. This is kind of nice, Dan. It's good. I've been trying to tell people for years You're it's good. You're still listening to All stuff right. like this. All right. Dave, remember I was talking to you about Zucchero one time? Yeah. <laughs> that looks like Les Claypool. That's, that's a dad. My dad okay. had a Zucchero CD in the house. I got a quick story with, so what, I don't even know where you were in it. We're in, we have to be oh, in 07, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, we're, we're in 07. The original Jack White. This, this, this song, Bala Morena by Zucchero, he's an Italian singer, songwriter. Guitar player? This song came out, this song came out in like 2000 or something, 2001. Yeah. I, w I went to Italy in 07, oh, school-related trip to Italy trip. with a, with a bunch of guys that you know that that we know Gerard, Sean Caulfield, Morga. You saw him live? The bus driver that was driving us around in Italy was bumping this CD every day, really? and it got to the point where on the bus we would all sing it, and like we knew it, and it was such a funny, like great memory I have from that trip, and like everybody was just like jamming, like loving this song specifically. It was just like a great memory that I have of that year in my life specifically, so I wanted to include that. Okay. Zucaro's <laughs> global. Sure, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Because you guys aren't going to do it and not be honest with yourselves. This is this is the decade. No. And this is not for me, though. Not for yes, me. Yes, it is. No. Yeah, for me, you guys didn't watch this clip in this no. decade. The Maybe. But I got really more into my I early next did. decade. Yeah, early next decade. Maybe it was 2010. Oh, yeah. This no, is so good. I'll tell you. This is remember this. So this is R. Kelly, "Sex in the Kitchen" live, where they're just hit the hits of him doing this air humping for like two minutes straight. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, remember? Yeah, remember, I, this video was what really changed what I thought R. Kelly was. Right. Like in my head before this video, I was just thinking of like I believe I can fly. Then this clip went viral, and I was like, okay, he's insane. Yeah. So. Um, I had to be honest. This is for what better I was and for worse. At the he time. Was, he was, he's insane. Yeah, R. Kelly, bad guy. We were watching Trapped in the Closet a lot in college. See, that was 2012 yeah. for me. But Trapped okay. in the Closet we later, right? We were no, it's not. No, Trapped in the Closet was the same album as Sex in yeah. the Kitchen. It's uh, TP3, it just kept coming TP3 out, like, or it, it, whatever. It, it, yeah, yeah. The first five came out like 05 or 06. Really? Okay. Yeah, I know. I was surprised too. Okay, it came I, out that early, and then, the, and then we watched the D we watched the DVDs in college, like in 08, I would say. Damn. Okay, all right. Oh, sure. So I don't know what you were in. I think we're in 08. So this is here I stand. This is the album After Confessions by Usher. This is uh, I would argue this is Usher's best song. It's an incredible R&B ballad. Dave, I think you remember yeah. me being obsessed with this song. Here I stand. It's a uh, it's so timeless R&B treasure. It's the, the title track from this album. Really good. I was listening to this all the time. Um, this album I listened to a lot. The one after Confessions. This was big in my car for a while. All right. The Dream. Dream is big. Dream is big. Dream. dream is a must. Dave, I remember you were talking a lot about the album after this one. This That's, is the album I was really I got into, into Dream a lot for his third album. Okay, this is his second album. Which this is the love, one I love. love. This, and what was it? Uh, I can't remember. There's like, it looks like the Scream video. I know, it does. So, this is the song yeah. of Kanye. This song yeah, is yeah. really good. This was on good. my map, though. I was really into this when it came out. Yeah, so Walking on the Moon is the That's name of the song. That's what he looks like? This is the Dream's second album. I don't think yeah. I've ever yeah. seen him before. Yep, I hate to say it, but he looks um, like that. <laughs> 
Uh, so I think we're still in 08. He said 08 at the beginning, yeah. Oh, no, no, now we're in 09. So we're in 09. 09 I think now. he said 08. This is, be- this is, this is the start of 09. No, no, no. King. Well, love I think King is the one I loved. I, I was. Okay. That was this is 10. the second album. And of course, we can't exit the decade without. Without Rick Ross, the boss, maybe. and the album I was obsessed with that I played all yeah, the time. Yeah, you're the only person I I know that has ever talked about Rick Ross. I think I pulled David to Rick well, no, Ross. I just saying, I'm like, take I didn't credit. Know I think I pulled Ross David. You pulled me in. Until you I don't said pulled it. me in, but I, I loved Rick Ross a lot. Deeper than rap, yeah. Dave. This is the album with Yacht Club. Absolutely. This is the album with with Rich Off Cocaine. A song is so <laughs> good. Cocaine. And this is the one with all the features, right? No, no. Sorry. Yeah, this is the. This is, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is with this Kanye, is the jam with all the features. This is T Pain. T Pain. Yeah. Maybach Music 2, Deeper Than Rap. This is still my favorite Rick Ross album. This is the best yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't think he this ever got better yeah. than this. Although his big song, BMF, is the album after this, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Who's singing? That's what his sound Who's singing? got more trap. His, song, his sound got more trap after right. this. This is like him doing a Barry White. And then this is, this is my bonus. This is my bonus for 2009. Okay. So I was also listening to this oh in 2009. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 All right, this is Forget the Love by DJ Ukulaya. This is our friend Luke and me and Dave and Adam Edwin. I still think Dave, <laughs> this is also I still made in 2009. Dave's verse, Dave's final verse. This is, is what we're going to play. The That's the clip verse. I have. That's the clip I have. Here we go. Let's right listen here. to it. Right here. Early bird get the early dick. I got that feeling I don't know what it is. What it is. I think it's equal lot playing in my motherfucking head. Yes. All right. Dave, that verse is it cuts off. it's like unironically Dave, it's just really, really good. good. It Dave, I've, I, I mean, like everybody I've ever shown this video to, like they've all said the same thing. Like, oh, it really shit, this is, is good just good. Like, like, like everybody agrees. Hidden talent. That's why I wanted to include that part. Yeah, I still have fun, uh, like kind of like hook. making up, you know, rap. It is a fun thing to do, rap verses. <laughs> but I, yeah, I'll, that <laughs> was like you know, like you a type big... of that. You are early. <laughs> <laughs> you are early. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, I so okay. I wanted to. That was a bonus. That was the twenty first no, song. Yeah. I wanted to make sure good. to include. I forgot that's oh nine. Something okay. I'm gonna say this now because there's no way Dave did this. Brandon, I can't tell you how close I was to putting in the effort to try and rip a Euphoric song <laughs> off my iPod. Oh. And dude, I like was gonna go in it's that direction and do it. It's not anymore. It didn't even cross my mind. I can't even. That's fine. Uh, Damn it. Demonde, that's a great idea. The demand the demand two video was on YouTube for a while. It's not oh, anymore. Wow. Um, what year would that be, Brandon? Oh five, like oh five. I yeah, think. See, like, yeah, see, like I wouldn't have known what year to put yeah, it in. Yeah, I think it was oh yeah, five. Um, I really, really wanted to do that. That's that funny. Been a fun That's thing. Oh really my funny. god. Um, but I guess I'm thinking because, like, I was like thinking back to like those years, and I was like, yeah, I was listening to that CD <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I was. Um, so. Uh, Yes, yeah, shout that's, out. Uh, that's, that's no, I Muhammad really enjoy it because, like, and, see, this is why uh, I like this because, like, when I hear that yeah. your playlist, I'm like, yeah, that's Dan. Like, that's like, 
even though that's not stuff yeah. I listened to, it's like I only knew of it, its existence because of you. Because of your proximity to Dan. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it represented oh, 100%. me hundred percent. Well. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. I think it still does. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys both did a great job, like, of telling your story of those, of that decade. I wish I had more time to talk about each thing. That's the thing. It just I goes feel like by so quick. 60 seconds yeah. is like you see the time. It's hard. The, yeah. The because you want ticking, to contextualize basically. it more. I know. Right. That's how I felt. Yeah. And so many specific memories and stuff pop up when these songs pop up. Yeah. Like, it's just not enough. Time. No, but I think. Power hour for every year of the 2000s. <laughs> wow. That would be very hard. No, but I mean, so, so can I just, let me just ask you a question though. Cause like for the listeners, I know, I kind of know the answer to this, but like, you and I specifically were, we've talked about it in the show, we're very into like organizing iTunes and like that type of thing. So like you were always yes. like looking for stuff. Like you were just like downloading a lot of stuff at this time, right? Sorry, FBI. Later, later in the decade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Especially. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like in high school, um, it was mostly Michael Jackson in high school, like, because it was just full discog, like, so it was so much, yeah. much of him. But then, yeah, but then you, you saw me go through the rock music, so I was downloading more of that. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other things that were possibilities. Oh, I thought about, like, Kill Switch Engage. I, that uh, that was, came I in my head them. as well. Yeah. Some 41. I was thinking about, uh, The yeah. Strokes was my one of my biggest oversights, because, like, they, but they just were always kind of there, and there was never like a big like whiplash moment. I'm gonna just keep saying whiplash moment um, for me. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, oh, Disturbed. Like right around my system of a downtime, I was also listening to Disturbed. Right. <laughs> I thought about including them. Um, but like with the classic rock, yeah, for me, I wasn't like. Listening to a lot of different artists, it was mostly Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath. I, I listen. E oh, Metallica. I thought about Metallica because I did like Metallica. Yeah, I never really got into uh, them. And, and Even I, though we had overlap on a couple yeah. artists, I am so I am so tickled by the fact that we both had Black Sabbath and Ozzy in 2003. I think that's really funny. Yeah, that's great. I was not expecting that, and I told you I was. Forest specifically Dude. was on my original list, and then I changed Forrest it. Forest is just yeah. the, it's the best one. It, it kind of is, and I didn't. I don't know if I thought that at the time. I don't. I, I don't I, think I, I did but, either. But yeah. I did. I do remember liking that song a lot. But I think it's yeah. like a good like because um, obviously they have their quote unquote silly songs. I don't know. They yeah. would like to say that they're silly, but and then serious songs, and it, it has like personalities of both of them in there i feel like yeah in a weird way yes yes and like it's it's the 05 albums where they really get like it's more daring it's 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 more crazy yeah. and like it's more it's, daring it's funny like more i never Darren? no darren malakian <laughs> you know it's funny i never considered those albums to be better better than Toxicity ever, but now that I think about it, maybe they are in some way. In one some of them, ways, maybe. Maybe. I think I think if you made yeah. one great album out of the two of them, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Dave, I was I was Dave, I was talking about some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, Metallica was was close. Uh, I was kinda getting into Metallica at this time. Um Dave, I was also listening to Disturbed. <laughs> and, and that, like in and, and like, you saw them live, to right? down. Disturbed? No, I saw Metallica and Godsmack. Uh, oh, live. Godsmack! Right, right. right. Um, yeah, Godsmack would, it, but like, here's—I didn't want to. 
go too much into the butt rock. I mean, it would have been honest. Like like Creed was like a real thing. I was listening to a lot, especially early in the decade. Yeah. But we just went we just we just went into it so yeah. much already. In you didn't want rock to. show. That's why. That's why I didn't include it. Um, yeah. But that like Creed for sure was a big part, especially early in the decade. Oh, and Brendan, okay, you were talking about like what was a challenge for you. There wasn't much to choose from like early decade for me because it wasn't. It was just Mark whatever Cut. was on the radio yeah. is what I was listening See, that, to. Like in two thousand, it was hard for me because like, like I was like I didn't play anything that Connor Effenberger gave to me, even though I listened to a lot of it. But it it was like it didn't like become like a mainstay. It was more like oh I didn't know this thing existed that type of thing. Oh, and and then also I. I didn't go into 80s pop stuff, even though that's a big thing in 07 and talking to you guys yeah. more like yeah. that. Like I didn't do, go that route because that's so much of like the, the early seasons of the podcast. Right. I see. I see. Um, I mean, like uh, and like, although yeah, honestly, like this decade was the time I probably took the biggest break from that because I did listen to it growing up and I didn't revisit no, see, like, until later. I was listening to it. I was downloading 80s pop songs in 07. Oh, like of course. See, like, and it wasn't until yeah, like, 2010 like, yeah. when I got a yeah. record player when I started going to buy vinyl when I got back into the 80s stuff. Oh, so that's like 2010 yeah. was like, and like Dave, you said 2009 was the indie thing, but like 2010, and I know we talked about this on the other show, but that was the National and Sufjan, High Violet and Age of Odds. And then like I got back into Hall and Oates and I got back into like Peter Gabriel. That's like 2010 okay. was like the real sea change for me of like now yeah. that's what I listen to is like 2010 on. Okay. I mean, 09, I, I could have definitely included some New Jack. That's when I was getting into more New Jack <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could, but... I had to be honest. Gotta be dream. honest. Gotta be the, honest. Forget the love. I think you listen. You couldn't include <laughs> everything. Ross. No, yeah, obviously. <laughs> couldn't yeah. include everything. It was hard to like get it all in there. But it I think was you hard. Did, you yeah. did a good job. Later decade. Yeah. I was. I wanted to say later decade was hard because that's what I was listening to the most. Just volume of music. Right. Like the most, How do you like, pick just one? Di- yeah. Yeah, that was hard. And then early decade was hard because there wasn't much that we not, not already talked about on the show at some point. Um, middle decade, like oh five, like that was hard because like. like the grades overlap yeah, just, with the years. It's a little tough. Right. Like, And I've always been the pop music guy, and a lot of stuff I like is stuff that's been on, uh, this either has been covered already or we're about to season. cover it. Like yeah, it's, or, it's yeah. number one yeah. this season. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it was tough for me. So lots of artist overlap. Um, I think the only artist at all that hasn't been talked about at all in the pod was really Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you know, that I had. Yeah. So, so. It's the last time around. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I have it ready. Uh, oh, so you guys got it up? So I'll say, Brandon, I have you finished three? Yeah, did you three beverages? Where are you at? That's Drink quite, That's roughly where we. That's roughly where yes, we should yes, be. Yes, I have one, two, three. Yep. Oh my god, I'm so then, behind. I'm one and a half. Yeah, dude, what the hell? I'm dude? about to open my fourth. It would, it would be bad for me, <laughs> but that's okay. Have fun. <laughs> I'm I'm also opening my fourth. Okay, so um, I want to open my fourth too, <laughs> even though I haven't gotten to my third. Yeah, skip over the third one and just open the fourth one. Dave, come on. <laughs> Dave, do like a good gulp right now. Do just like good a gulp? do a good gulp. Oh, I love getting that at a Seven right Eleven. Yeah, do a good gulp. Good gulp. Yeah, they call them good. They call them good gulps. <laughs> good now. gulp. 
Um, so let me d give you guys a little bit of background about what I did. Um, so I'm the guy who like thought of this whole thing. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> right? Um, so I, I really did try to stick to each year. I did a song that I listened to that came out that very year and a song I listened to that came out before. Oh, okay. Since I was, I was always into old music. Yeah. My first favorite artist was That's like fun. oldies. Yep. When I was in fourth grade, I liked to listen to like Motown music. So I was always into the old classic stuff. Um, especially in this decade, I would say I was really into the classics. So I, I did my best to think of like, what did I really listen to that year? And it was difficult because of what Brandon's Brandon said about like, you're in two grades that yeah. year. Mm -hmm. So do you go for like the freshman version of you or the eighth, eighth grade, grade version, version of yep. you? Yep. That's it's kind different, of different, different guys, people, different, different, different guys. people, honestly. It's so it was tough. There's definitely some phases I left out. I didn't really represent in this playlist, but I try to be as faithful as possible yep. to David Cologne. That's what I was called back then. <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> David Colon. That's sure. that was who that was who yeah. I was back in uh David Dave, you were 2000s. David Colon. Yeah. <laughs> so um I hope he's proud of what I did for this twenty song. And playlist. Dave, you had a lot of influence from your brother too. Yeah, right? and like, that will come up. Yeah. Like there's a few times. Yeah, see me. Where yeah, me and Brandon didn't didn't have. That. <laughs> yeah, have the older brother yeah. turning me on to some cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, but let's do it. I think this is gonna be a fun way to cap it off. All right. What do you say? Let's do it. Cap us off, Dave. All right. Three, two, one, click. Ah. Oh, Another big omission for me. Yep. Oh. I fucked up because... Oh, so this is Linkin Park. <laughs> I have to change my audio back. Um, this was a, a big band for me. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people our, our generation feel this way. Uh, really, like, kid-friendly new metal. Yeah. So... Yeah. They seem so cool to you when you're 11, 12 years old is what we were this year, or I was this year. This was the song I would have played yeah. if, I picked, of, if, I, if I went then this over Limp Bizkit, this was the song I would have picked. I, yeah, I could have easily gone this route too. Yeah. I remember I had an anime like uh, cover, no, an anime drawing of Link, Linkin Park as my computer background for for a little bit. <laughs> okay, this wow. is Michael Jackson. Damn. They don't care Dave, about cheers. us. Cheers. Cheers Michael over that. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So my first favorite artist was Marvin Gaye. My second favorite obsession artist was Michael Jackson. Fifth grade. I was listening to him constantly, and I got the History Greatest Hits CD, double CD, had... Uh, some new songs from 95 and uh, a greatest hits greatest hits CD yep. disc a double it and was like this a was probably my favorite disc. song yeah. this is my favorite song from at the time yeah of the the new stuff 
And wow. I, um, this song, interesting. Yeah, it was, was kind of like. I was always, I was always kind of whatever on this. It was one, kind of dangerous for Michael. I thought I was like, he definitely showed a different side of him for me. It's because um, you thought he, he had, had two more music videos. He had two, two music videos. This was one of the two. This right? is another Brazil one. Cut. Okay. This is 01. Oh. NERD was close for me. I considered NERD. So this is a, uh, a Gabe influence. My brother, like, found this video on the computer, showed it to me. I was, like, kind of scared of it because it's, like, CD. This is Lap Dance by right. NERD, the Neptune's project, um, where they kind of... They kind of did their rap rock thing, um, but it wasn't new metal. It was a little bit different. Um, I used to, th I thought this was the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was like definitely a little bit more adult for me. Yeah. Uh, but I was so like interested in this guy who was wearing like a Rolling Stones baseball cap and he's talking about killing people and getting lap dances. But still wearing polo shirts. That's the funny thing yeah. about this era. Everybody was wearing polo shirts. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. That's cool, Dave. This is a cool thing to, to get you into oh, culture. Wow. Okay. Also, what I was into in 01. This is sixth grade, I think, right? Yep. Run DMC. I loved old school hip hop. Before I got into like a lot of modern hip hop, I was obsessed with uh, Run DMC because I saw a movie called Crush Groove on VH1. Obsessed with Run DMC. I even I made a Run DMC. Uh, like ceramic plaque in home ec class in sixth grade. Really? I think it said Run's House, actually. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I thought their whole look was awesome with the Adidas, the, the fedoras, the chains. Wow. It's honestly so good, though. Like, when you listen to this, like, oh, like, when you're like, oh, this is what rap is, you're like, yeah, this is just so good. I mean, stylistically, I still think it's amazing. Yeah, it obviously sounds dated. I... But um, I disagree. Yeah, it's I don't such think a disconnect for me. Cool. When you go, when you get into the '80s and earlier, it's such I a like disconnect for me. I, yeah, I, I don't think it sounds I, cool, I, I, but I do think it's still classic. More than the '90s stuff, Brandon. Yeah, '90s. Is, you like the '80s? That '90s is where it gets kind of like. Is, uh, I kind of put both of them together. Right. Anyway, this is Bougetto by Murphy Lee and Ali. Oh, um, I remember this song, Dave. Yeah, in seventh grade, I like, consciously said, "This is my." This is my rap era. <laughs> so this is 2002. I was like trying to look more rap, or in my mind, it was very subtle. I was like going rap. So I watched a lot of BET. I was really into the modern hip hop stars at that time. And one that always stood out to me, it was just like a, a minor hit, was Bougetto. Um, oh my God. Wow, Dave. I had a friend of mine that was really into saying Bougetto. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> something, I didn't know what it meant, too. Even though I saw this, I still didn't understand what it meant because I didn't understand what bougie and ghetto meant I at still, the time. I, yeah, I still oh, don't. Wow. I still don't. Oh, I didn't even mean to say that as a pun, but wow. Oh, here we go. This early, Hell Dave? Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed Okay, this so the reason why I put cool. this here is because I didn't really get super into Kate Bush until a couple years later, but in 02 is when we got GTA Vice City. Mm. And this song was on the soundtrack. It was the, the first oh. Kate Bush song I heard. Hell yeah. Uh, I didn't know who she was. But this song, I I still kind of get goosebumps when I hear that like yeah. opening uh, keyboard part. Totally. And, uh, yeah. We're in 02 still. Yeah. She's O2. She's the coolest. Very cool. Um, also very like kind of 
like very campy, silly music video oh, yeah. for her. But this song is still like gives me goosebumps, and it was it was my actual introduction into Kate Bush. But I got deeper into her. Of course, yeah. I want to say two years later, two thousand three or 04 or 03, Oh wow. Like yeah, of course. I was waiting for this to come up. I know Dave is the biggest Pink Floyd guy. I've said this many yeah. times in the podcast, especially this yeah. this season. I was obsessed with Pink yep. Floyd in 2003. I might have mainly listened to like 80% of Pink Floyd and <laughs> and then everything else was like Did, the, did this get me. you into guitar? Was Pink Floyd your guitar? Not like, really. I think I got into guitar no? before that, like with Black Sabbath and, yeah. and some other stuff. But this, right. this was, yeah. was like production i was like yes. so inspired by the production yep. and like the fact that they were doing concept albums and like yep. this song in particular is really funny to me that i liked it because it was very political yeah you like, got me in because you i knew about pink floyd but you yeah. showed me a side of pink floyd i didn't know like i still kind of love this me too it's such a beautiful song I do and it's like yes. a weird satirical song i associate down, like, the this modern, with you like bike you know obviously like the early you yeah know, yeah Oh. This is a Roger Waters era, but like it's so funny that I was like, I love this song. I have no idea what it was about. Okay, there, there by Radiohead, 03. My brother got the CD back in the day. I mean, this and is we would. This is my favorite. We would take turns listening to this on CD on the bus. Uh, this is. I think we first got into this too because we saw it randomly like on some like playlist that was. Before YouTube, like a different website that just played like alternative rock music, and this song came on, and we like were obsessed with the song. Got the CD, weren't as into the CD at the time, but this song still was like, this is what got me, yeah, kind of first into into Radiohead, and uh, this is my favorite Radiohead album in retro, like because it's the messiest. Yeah, in retrospect, it's the this messiest. This is big for me. And I know you're like this too. Like a lot of people kind of like don't care about this album, but this is still like one of my favorites it's, by them. I love it so much. Well, what's the name of the album? Hail to the, Hail to the Chief. Oh, Dave, fuck! Sir, I thief. almost put this thief. there too. God damn it! God damn it! I had okay, this on yeah. my list. This is Musicology by Prince, and this was my personal introduction to to Prince. This uh, is my the dad last bought this CD. It kind yeah, it kind of was for me too. I remember this song. It was a bit and of I a remember comeback. Black Sweat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a little bit yeah. later, but this was a bit of a comeback yeah. for him. Um, he was a little bit more clean cut in this era, but my dad was trying to get me into Prince. He added the CD, played it. I was like, "This is kind of cool," but I wasn't like so into it yet. But you could pinpoint that this was the moment that you like. But this is a moment I was like, That's oh, "Okay, I did too." I kind of get That's Prince's thing now. That's why I had now. it on the list. Yeah. And I totally remember the video. Yep. It's about him getting into music as a kid in the 70s. It's funny because the like, video has really good quality. At that time, you thought it was like a comeback, but he still was putting music out. Like, oh, oh absolutely. No. <laughs> Man, you were a Rush guy? Oh, I don't think I knew this. Absolutely, he was a yeah. YYZ guy. Okay, so this is my tone pick because yeah. Yeah. this is when I... Dude, I don't remember this at all. And this is when I joined band, I think it was like sophomore year. So it was probably 03, 04. Um, so I had a minor... Yeah, this is such a high school band. <laughs> this yeah. song is band. like us in yes. that band yeah. trailer. Yep. The guitars yeah. and drummers and bass players, like it's trying to play this stupid, complicated... <laughs> not even that complicated, guys, but like the, the weird time signature thing. Crew. Yeah. You, the, the, 
you guys, the guitarists and the drummers were like, you guys were so your own thing, separate from like what me and Lucas were trying yeah. to do, and like it was always so funny. I always kind of wanted to be like with more with you guys and what you were doing. This? I was stuck playing saxophone with the weirdos. Dan, do you know what that reminded me of Sonic? <laughs> I was like, I kind of into this is reminding me of Sonic. Oh, but sure. Yeah. I love this song. I love this song. Oh, yeah. This song's good. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Kanye. Brandon, what were you going to say? Oh, you were that say main riff about. is Morse code for YYZ, which is the airport code for Toronto. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't even know that. But it's so nerdy. It's the yeah, nerdiest it's shit. Morse code yeah. riff. So this is Kanye. We've been talking about him a lot this season. This album was like the album that really was it's so impactful for me my my sister got the cd we listened to it for the first time together like driving um and this song in particular like the production i love this i the, the, love this, this this hook it went on for so long um i'm opening my fifth drink i'm opening my fifth I, drink i love this song still i think it's one of his best me and, too um, i love this so much this is a great so song. So whimsical again, and, and, and triumphant. This is, is much later for me. This is like 2010, doesn't all right. Even later like for I, me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't get into Kanye until much later. Oh, day. Fuck. Okay. This is 05. Big Bowie year for me. Hell yeah. Uh, and still, he's one of my favorite artists. This is Blackout by him from his uh, Heroes album. And especially this era of, of Bowie, like the late, yes. the mid to late 70s into the early 80s, is still my favorite. I like it way more than Ziggy Stardust. Me too. Oh, me too. Um, me too so much. Yeah, and it's just like him blending so many genres and and being so weird and, and cool. Uh, I think you and I are the same. We like the Berlin stuff much more than the 70s. Way more. Oh, yeah. I still like that. Well, me but too, like, I, but I, his I, peak I love this stuff. for me. It's a yeah. lot more. I never got into Bowie. He's the best. This is his best band too. He had Adrian Bowie Blue and Prince guitar, Ka- Carlos Alomar, uh, Alomar, and George Murray. And <laughs> okay, I'd see. Yeah, this was not on my radar at this time at all. Smiths, huge, huge. Like this is when I started getting into like the '80s indie stuff. Uh, shout out to Joe McAvecki. We were both very into this. I was Dave. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, this is probably a big you and Joe yeah. McAvecki era. Like, and I, yeah. This still is like yeah. some of my favorite music ever. Um, because oh wait, speaking of you and Joe Mac, I feel like I know an artist that has to come up. Like, oh, has to. I don't know. Maybe, but all right, we'll see. All right. The Smiths. Some girls are bigger than others. Uh, others. Uh, the Queen is Dead album. My. Probably my favorite uh, Smiths album. This is a perfect album, but Morrissey just being so sad, but also so like weird and funny as well. Like I, I yeah, it still has a huge impact on my on my uh, oh, wow. music taste. Wow, Drake. That's uh, that's a Dave and Brandon cheers for Grizzly Bear. Yeah, I mean this was this was a huge deal. This was a huge deal. Grizzly Bear, and this is. One of my first, like, uh, leaps into, like, modern indie. Yeah. My friend Jeff, uh, Jeff D., one of my oldest friends, like, from childhood, he actually got me into this album. This album is so good. Yeah. And, uh, 
I'm so nostalgic for this yes. this uh, this this album, Yellow House. Yellow House. I wish this is the only album they ever put out. Honestly, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's insane. But, no, um, I know. That's a stupid thing to say. But I'd love this album. <laughs> and Dan's Dan loves it too. So. <laughs> Right Dan, now, yeah, I'm into it. Too. It's, yeah, it's so a, it's good. A cool, very cool album. Oh, yeah, what Dave. is that video? Wow, Dave and Brandon again. Animal Collective. I mean, just He's one of the greatest bands ever. Animal Collective. So I remember specifically listening to CD a lot. Uh, freshman year of college, is 07. And just walking around my campus listening to the CD and this is still my favorite Animal Collective album yes it's, I agree it's I kind agree of like a good blend of them being like a a band and writing good tunes writing weird good tunes and uh, having the weird effects and everything but oh God, yeah this is, so this, is, this is like my prime like I'm really getting into quirky indie yeah. stuff So good. I almost put Panda Bear actually, like the solo album. Yeah, that was a huge one too. Perfect. Oh, hell yeah. Person pitch. The best John song. Well, solo. Solo. John Lennon? Yeah. Now, the reason why I put this, I'm like, I think I'm kind of more known as being a Paul fan than I was. I still kind of am, but this, this album in particular in 2007 is like, this is kind of like me listening to music to help me with a heartbreak mm. where I remember I was the my first oh, wow. big breakup yeah. you know like my high school girlfriend yep. it was like de- yes. a devastating time for me and I remember really mm-hmm. leaning into John Lennon's music and it just made me feel better but like this song he was gonna I know at the time he was going through a breakup <laughs> when he was recording this this time so I, I kind of like linked my own relationship with his <laughs> and that's why it felt more real to me this music and it's like his, wow. his own breakup album oh. so I was really I was really into this and uh yes hell yeah see I didn't know about this until three years later when I met you guys right. up at Bonnaroo so Francis and the Lights uh just like I think he's known more as a producer now and like he worked with Drake and all his people but but in a great artist. he put out this EP and this is I saw it like on TV on MTV really early and I was like what is this weird guy dancing into like a like an 80s Prince groove I was just so into it me and my fr- I friends don't know, got I don't know with anything Really? Okay. Me and my really? friends got obsessed well, with Francis and the Lights. Like we were really this into I don't him. know. Saw him in concert a bunch when of I, times. When I lived in New, when I lived in Brooklyn, my friends were very yeah. into the Francis and the Lights, Chance the Rapper, Bonnie Bear, yes. like all were, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they were very into that. that. This I don't know about. I love this. It's though. Oh, such a great AP, cool. EP. These the Hell first yeah. two EPs are still my favorite, but um, yeah, so impactful for uh, my band. Um, Whoa, Annie Lennox. Lennox. Cool. Wow, Dave. Cool. Yeah, again, this is later for me. I, I mm-hmm. yeah. The, the Diva album. I just remember driving this around, driving around. Um, I was in. <laughs> so I would have been a freshman in college, but still hanging out with 
some of my friends that were still in high school. So I would remember like driving them around, like Joe McAvecki and Lou and Ro, and like just still chilling with them. But I, for whatever reason, like I had this CD and was like really, really into it at the time. Um, and this song was also like kind of like Wow by Kate Bush, just gives me goosebumps. Yeah. It's such a beautiful production, such a weird, dark, kind of adult contemporary. Oh, uh, Dave, yes. Wow. Wow. Cheers, Dave. Yes, thank you. Good. All right. I'm happy I got something with you. Great. So, did Dream and Rick Ross. Huge. Deeper than rap. Great this song. was like, I think of 09, and I think me and Dan were trying to do the world, right? That was the first time we were trying to do the world. Yeah, that New Year's Eve show probably was that year, right? I think so, and we're getting to like yeah, covers and stuff like that, I but so. I was also really into radio rap at the time, and Rick Ross yeah. was my favorite. Yep, uh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, for me, yeah, it was Rick Ross, it was Lil Wayne, this is what I was listening to a lot at this time. And this was when I was starting to get more into the dream. And this song was definitely inspirational to Forget the Love, I'd say. We kind of looked at the melody Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We forced oh, Luke's hand to do what we wanted. What a way to end a power hour, are you kidding me? Dave, I, I kind of don't believe you, but no, I'll, okay, so I'll, this... I'll accept it. Oh my god, amazing. I love this. I don't believe you, this but is, I love this. So this is when I first got into Janet, really, because no, I had my it. first. Well, I knew I knew her. I liked her, but I had the Control record. I bought it from like a, a thrift store, and I had. Oh, that's it. I got a record player from my grandparents, so I listened to like only four different albums on repeat because that's all I had. Yeah. I can't I believe remember we're ending this power hour on Janet. Yeah. Who would have thought? Amazing. This is where it all starts for me, Amazing. kind of like just being obsessed with Control. That's great. That's great. The queen, also, I specifically remember loving this song the most, and my record player only played one channel. So I, I remember listening to this, this, this song and knowing it only by like the left hand <laughs> side of it. Yeah. That wasn't a minute. That was there was no way that was a minute. Damn, power hour cut us short there. But it's still going for me. It stopped for me. Yeah, it's it's over. It's over? That's um, it? I forgot to mention, another big 09 artist and song I was almost going to include was uh, Ryan Leslie. Do you guys remember Ryan That's Leslie? Ryan Leslie. That's your wife. We went to school with him? <laughs> he it's was a like class. He was like the, the grade below us, Ryan Leslie. Isn't that your <laughs> wife's dad, Brian Leslie? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's your family, bro. <laughs> That's your wife's dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, <laughs> Brian Leslie. <laughs> that is his name. Uh, not Leslie. Though. That's so good. <laughs> That's really, really good. You guys don't know who Ryan Leslie is? A really good R and B guy. No, I, uh, I know the guy. This is the perfect thing because you only listen to artists with two na first names. Two first names, right? That's like the, <laughs> I know, the famous I know. joke. Like that's oh, all your favorite R and B guys are like that. An artist I should have found Jonathan a way to Sean. include. Okay, stop for a second. Jonathan Hold on. Sean. Listen, you're correct, but an artist that I tried to find a way to include, but I had to throw him out. Music Soul Child. Big oh, really? for me. It was a huge. I was a 
big, big music soul child guy, Neo Soul. Was listening to him all the time. He had, uh, like went through his discog. Uh, Dan, I, I remember you sending uh, me like Derek Jacob. I no, I don't know who that is. <laughs> that's not me. Say another name. Uh, that's not. I don't know who that. That's not a oh, real Frank Steve Francis Stevens. Francis nope. Steve, I think it is. Yeah, right? Francis, Francis Steve. Steve. Yeah. Not a person. Um, Christopher Jonathan. <laughs> Maybe. These are all American Idol contestants. <laughs> that's what it sounds Wait, like. Wait, the Brian Leslie thing, that can't be real. <laughs> His name is Ryan, Ryan Leslie. Leslie. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I added a B. You knew you He's really good. <laughs> I was gonna oh, I was gonna include some Neo, some like later Neo. Right, Neo. I, I was really into Neo, that's a good point. I was like later Neo, like second, third Dan, album. You perfectly Neo, like, predicted yeah. Dave's playlist. It was a blend between yeah. the two. But that's why this is right? good. <laughs> that, that's why this is good. That's why it works. That's why it's a very successful, <laughs> highly listened to podcast. Yeah. Dave but, is frozen. Yeah, Dave's frozen. Am I frozen you, you right can now? hear him. You can hear him, but <laughs> yeah. his video is just uh, his Castle Rock my, Entertainment I wish my hat. drink was frozen because <laughs> he's a daiquiri. But, um, Brandon, did, did you keep up with me? Did you drink uh, Yeah, did you get to the five? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm on finishing my fifth. Oh my god! I'm you finishing guys are so my, quick. I'm finishing my fifth. But also, Dave, you should. Dave, I think just, you fucked Dave, up. Dave. I think there's a time difference though. There's a time difference because, like, in Chicago, like it's <laughs> quicker. Dan, these are six percent though, so that was a big mistake on my yeah. part. Well, hold on, hold on, Brandon. <laughs> yes, did you hear I what did. Dave said? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's how time. That's how time zones work. It's quick. Like, <laughs> that's why you have more. You've drunk, drank more than me because you're in a different time zone. You're an hour early, dude. <laughs> so, um, oh, I wanted to see the stuff dude. that I left out, though. Yeah, let's hear some of your omissions. So, uh, the biggest stuff that I've... So, I was going to maybe uh, put it in Green Day for 2000 <laughs> because I was a huge uh, Green Day fan, and I was going to try to, like, address... I would have called you out. I would have called you out I was going to try to address, shit. like, you know, the controversy of me hating them in 2004 but loving them in 2000. And it's kind of, but um, that's honestly with me with Incubus. Like I don't like it anymore. I really like. I, I just don't. There you go. It just rubs you the wrong way. You listen to it too much. Maybe it, it puts you in an uncomfortable, yeah, place. I don't know what it is, but I I can't deal with Green Day. Where it's so weird because like Limp Bizkit, I listen to it. I'm like, I like this now. And in Incubus, I'm like, I don't like this now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I almost did like talk. Uh, talk. Sorry, talking. Taking back Sunday, I had like the the quick eighth grade emo phase, but I didn't do yeah. that. I considered Fall Out Boy. I did like the one album yeah. by Fall Out Boy, but I wasn't into it enough to include it. Yeah, I almost included Guns N' Roses because I was also really obsessed <laughs> with them for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and that would have been funny. Sure. I still um, don't there's some like cooler bands Fall Out Boy is to Panic at the Disco as Zach and Cody is to Jake and Josh. <laughs> Jake and Josh? <laughs> I should have put Wait, in Sting, Brent. You say Jack and Brent. Cody and then Jake and Josh. <laughs> Jack and Coke. <laughs> Jack, and <laughs> Jack and Coke. <laughs> the sweet life of Jack and Coke. <laughs> Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stupid. What else did I... 
oh man, there was something else that I feel like I would have. I should put have put in, in Sting "Brand New Day." I was no, listening see, to that so, song so all this the is the other thing. That like early this part is of the other thing. Oh, oh. Everything okay. I love yeah, now, like Sting, Gloria, Phil, Janet, I listened to as a child. Like I grew right, right. I, before this, the decade this before. Decade, I literally like gave up. I was like, this stuff is not important to me anymore. And then right. yeah. later I was like, oh no, actually it is the most important. <laughs> right. Yeah. I follow. That's it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, I had my Michael Jackson stuff in the nineties, but it wasn't the deep dive until this decade. No, but that's, that's like all I, I listened like yeah, as a yeah. kid, like I knew like deep cuts of all that stuff. I didn't. Yeah, you guys knew that more than me. I didn't really grow up with. Well, I grew up with like the adult contemporary stuff. So Gloria and yes, and yeah. Bolton. I, I didn't know Hall and Oates at all. I didn't know. Okay, I, know Sting a little I bit. knew Hall and Oates. It was like it was Michael. Like when I think of childhood, it was I really Michael, Michael a little bit actually. The Beatles, Gloria. Didn't know that. The, Celine yes, knew Dion it. knew it. Mike. That's pretty close to mine too, um, Brandon. Yeah, uh, a little bit of Rolling Stones only on my didn't dad's know side. Didn't know it at all. Phil, like Phil Collins, for sure. Nope. Um, didn't know. Oh, it. that's that's what I wanted to bring up, Dave. I'm shocked you didn't bring up Phil Collins. Okay, this decade was definitely Phil for well, you. Yeah, but also like with I feel Joe, like I love with him way Joe. more now. Yeah, but you're right. But you I were was, getting into Phil with Joe. I, was, I remember I was. this. I was getting into yeah. Phil with Joe. Although I think actually a little bit late end of last decade, the '90s is when I was really into Genesis for like a, a little period. I was really into certain Genesis songs and same. And so, the whole thing with the '80s is that I was really into it pretty much the whole decade. Yeah, but I couldn't really pinpoint when, like, it, what songs exactly. or what artists I was really into. Yeah, so that's what. And that's, that's why I kept going by that's, the like yeah. the, I, I I kept going by like I I want to do this like whiplash thing of like the things that like kind of like changed you can kind of my trajectory because like I loved that you, stuff right and then System of a Down was like nothing like I had ever heard before Queens of the Stone Age right. was like yeah an animal you collective. can actually like place yourself where you were where I was when I heard it for the when first you actually time heard it. exactly right whereas I just grew up with Hall and Oates and all that stuff so it's like that that was yeah, never going to make an impact true. on me because it was just like ingrained in me the whole decade I was kind of into it yeah. but Dan I forgot yep. to maybe include something from the tapes that we would listen to in my Windstar which oh I just remembered God. now that's Color Me Bad. That was Color Me Bad. That was Wham. That's Pokemon. That's Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. Wham. Born Wham, in the USA. Yep. Madonna. That's all like my parents. Prayer. My parents' old cassettes. Yeah. Yes. And True we Blue. Raided, maybe. Re- yeah. Dave, I remember the night we raided those, yes. that tape set, like looking for new things to listen to. And it was stuff that like my parents hadn't played, even like maybe like before my memory. Of my childhood kicked in. It was right. stuff that was very old. It was right? like before because you were kind of around or early, right? <laughs> right? A little bit. It was just kept in a drawer and we used to play it in your. That's a good call. I like because that's. That would have been 06. Really. Because that, that's kind of the dawn of getting into 80s kind pop of, music. Yeah. Getting more obsessed with it, right? Like we, yeah, we liked it like before, is, but like. Yeah. Yes, getting into some of the deeper cuts on the on the po- album. Pokemon is 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 different. <laughs> Pokemon is different. Also, Call Me Bad, technically nineties. Yeah, but still, that's the kind of the dawn of it. Yeah, even though I'm not surprised by 
any of your playlists because like it's like I know you guys so well. I right. still yeah. loved it this so was much. Great. Like, right, especially in that era. It was that that's who we were, and I like. You can tell when we all met each other in a weird way, and like like we all overlapped in some weird ways. Enjoy that quite a bit. And listen, I'm not lying when I say the stuff that you guys were playing that I wasn't <laughs> into then, I know I would like now. I promise you, I'm not lying. There was a time not even that long ago, probably like six, seven years ago at this point, I would say, where I, yeah, maybe seven, eight years ago, where you would play some of the stuff you played from this specific playlist, and I'd be like, what is yes, this shit? Yeah, Turn this yeah, off. Yeah. I promise. I believe lying. you. Well, we'll send you the playlist. I'm not there anymore. We'll send you the playlist. I've I've evolved. Um, I would say, yeah, nearly all of it that you guys played. Oh, actually, okay. No, I have one. Dave's John Lennon thing. Don't give a <laughs> shit. Don't give a shit. I understand what Dave was talking about with like the period but, in his life. But I, I at the time. At the time, I probably would have like made a joke to Dave and yeah. been like, "What are you talking about?" Like, and not like leveled with him and not really given a shit and probably been a bad friend, right? If he had come to me with like this kind of stuff, which oh, <laughs> no, but I, so, I, I it's agree. so shitty in retrospect. But I'm a, like, this is what I, I understand now what you're saying as a song. Don't care. No, you like no, that song. I, I kind of disagree. You probably would like that song. You would like that song. And that actually, John I remember song? Dave. Yeah, I, no, like I heard good. it. I heard it. I don't. Really? He's in the Beatles, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's end this. We've talked about this. We've talked about this before. So like, <laughs> forever, a Paul guy. I don't give a shit about what John does. Listen, Dan and Bree presents podcasts. Get it where you listen to things. Um, I'm presenter Brandon. <laughs> And we'll see you sometime in season six. Who knows how long it's been since the last episode. Who knows how long it'll be to the next one. But we'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Thank thank you. Presenter number two, presenter Danny. Stay tuned after this for the Sincerity series. Or, or, or we had all, or fun, we had all fun and games. We had, it's 2024 no, it and we're just doing the 2023 Sincerity series now. We had all fun and games during this show. Now it gets serious. <laughs> yeah. Sincerity series coming. Very Stay tuned. My album mm. ranking, I'm crafting it. It's very important to me. Yeah. Um, And this has been, yeah, like either the f- the last episode of 2023 or the first episode of 2024. <laughs> we'll find out. You'll find out. We'll know by now. But um, had a great time getting crunk with my buddies. And uh, something we'd never got to do back in the 2000s, we're doing now. <laughs> so we're saving up. We're making up for lost time. So I'll drink to that. And thanks for listening. See you in uh, the Sincerity Series. Goodbye. <laughs>